0: right, I just wanted to read to you a little text message that I got from Jen and Dave Von Blackensee. They're the guys that um, put uh, the conference on that we went to in Melbourne with Justin Abraham and Nancy Cohen. And uh, they really kind of carry everybody in Australia in their hearts. That's moving in this kind of what we're doing, a bit different out of the box. Um, And I just wanted to share with you... um, the text message I got at 7 o'clock this morning, um, Nancy Cohen a- invited uh, a group of people to to do corporate ascension, which is pretty much what we do, where we all gather together and we go, let's go to heaven, let's be up there and then look down to earth and see what's going on. So we're kind of moving towards that, encouraging everybody. That's why we're learning to step in and to be able to see. But these guys are doing this as a group already around Australia. And so... That will make more sense when I read this. So it says, been carrying you guys in our hearts this weekend. Just want to encourage you last night. In a corporate ascension with Nancy Cohen, we saw a picture of Australia with lots of bright white lights emerging in Western Australia, linking up and forming a blaze, a heavenly one that is. Keep pressing in. You're not alone and not insignificant in what the Lord is doing. Have a brilliant morning with you, your guys. So I just want to encourage us all that God's, God's got it. That we're not insignificant. That He sees us here, and um, yeah, that they, that was a dream that I had about eighteen months ago of seeing lights all across Western Australia and all across Perth. Of these little lights, of which hubs of light, as we understand it, and because uh, we were asking for the blueprint, Lord, You've given. What? How do? What do You want us to do here? What is it that you want to release here? And I saw all these lights everywhere. So it's pretty cool when you get a confirmation from another group of people who aren't where you are, and all over the place they are from that they're they're praying together um, on a video link. They all get together and they pray like that, and that they're seeing what I saw in the dream and what we've been carrying in our hearts. So I just wanted to encourage you that we're not insignificant in the working of what the Lord is doing, and um, He's. he's he's using us so just keep on praying keep on pressing in god how does this work what do you want me to do how do you want me to be a part of this being a light in this in this state because um god is working and it's really cool when you get a confirmation like that to go yes god's speaking because when god's speaking that means he's he's about to move yeah he'll always speak before he moves so um yes so i thought that was pretty cool all right let's pray together and uh then i've got a little word to share And when the chips smell like they're ready, I'll finish. (laughs) Lord, I just want to thank you that we could come together. I thank you for being able to just rest in you, Lord. And I just pray a quietness in our hearts and minds right now that we'll just enter that rest and, and hold on to it, Lord. Just release your peace in this room over this whole house. Lord, I pray that you would speak this morning to us, each one individually, at our point of need. Let us hear what you're saying. Let us grab hold of what you're releasing from heaven for each one of us in our situations, but also as a family together, Lord. Let's focus right now on you. I us come against any distractions, any plans of the enemy to cause Cause us to be distracted or to get into worry, Lord. I just come against those sorts right now. And we just focus upon you, Jesus, and what you want to say to us. In Jesus' name. And we all said, Amen. <clears throat> all right. I'm just going to share something that the Lord's been talking to me about. And if you follow my blogs, you'll recognize some of it. Um, you can follow my blog. If you go to Dale's blog, um, and you'll, it'll come up. And uh, it's pretty much a, devo- a devotional every day. So this is just um, some thoughts that the Lord's been talking to me about and, and I really felt that he wanted me to just expand it on a little bit this morning. Um, this week I uh, cleaned my email box out. There was 1,486 emails in there, which my children were most aghast at. But, uh, I, you know, you just get a bit overwhelmed and you, and you just look at the ones that you need to look at and leave the rest. Well, I do. I don't delete very often. And um, does anybody else do that? yes never (laughs) some of you I know have more than one email some of you have seven so don't you know judge me but uh anyway it causes a lot of clutter doesn't it in our inbox and uh it's hard to see the emails that you actually want to see when you have so much so I actually like the look of my inbox at the moment because it's quite nice and uncluttered and um I think I'll just keep it like that you can yep remind me but life can be like that too. We can get a lot of clutter. We can get a lot of stuff coming in, a lot of stuff going on in our world, more noise, activity, you know, and we can run the risk of getting very cluttered. Anybody Anybody there? Or is it just me? No, you're all like that. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> and, and you can actually lose your peace. You know, mum shared a few weeks ago about Jesus has given us, he is our peace. It actually says Jesus is our peace that he is with us and he bestows that peace upon us. He says, my peace I give you, my peace I leave with you. But we can give up our peace. We can give it up. He won't take it from us, but we can give it up. And one of the ways that we can give it up is by allowing ourselves to get so cluttered in our lives, let alone our houses and our cupboards, so cluttered in our lives that we give up our peace and we lose our focus. So God, I really believe wants to speak to our clutter and he wants us to be decluttered and um, to go on a clutter bust, um, so to speak, and just to, to feel free, to feel free because we all know that when we're cluttered in our everyday world, you know, your car's got, you know, milkshake containers and I don't know what else you have in your car. Fast food boxes and, yeah, linen-coloured, it's overflowing because you haven't cleaned it out and there's holes with t- towers with holes in them from 10 years before and, and everything. It's like <laughs> you get, feel glutted. Has anybody got a spare room? <laughs> yes, what does your spare... Yours looks spectacular, Jessie. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the spare room, um, because, because um, unless we're moving and we box everything up, our spare room, we, what do we do? We just chuck everything and close the door really fast. Or we have a cupboard. My cupboard, you know, gets cleaned and then it gets messy again because we, we sometimes when we clean, we don't get rid of enough stuff, do we? And it's the same with every area of our life. As we think we're cleaned up, oh, yes, I'll do a little spring clean and I'll deal with this or do that, but we never really get rid of everything that we need to get rid of. And so I've been learning that God actually loves spring cleaning. He loves to spring clean constantly some might call it pruning Um, but it's almost like he takes everything of our life and he wants us to put it out on the back lawn instead of just taking bits and pieces and looking at them and oh do I want that no I don't want that and putting it back to actually I think the best way that God does it is to just say give me everything give me everything put it out on the back lawn like you would a room and then go now what do I want to put back in what does God want to put back in? And Because uh, you've got a fresh canvas. You've got a clean slate. When you take everything out and you allow God to take everything out, it says, "emptied that I might be filled. I think the rest of the song goes, broken that I might be healed. Sometimes he'll, he'll allow us to you know, get a, a bit broken so that he can heal us because we get so proud and so I'm going to do it this way and it's like, no I want to I want to put some stuff in and so we have to allow him and it's not pleasant all the time it's hard to let go of stuff Philip is a much better declutterer than I am I hold on to stuff I go but but you know the towel's okay and he goes it's threadbare and I'm like I know but they've got it for Christmas you know we <laughs> hold on to stuff so some be- people are better declutterbusters than others uh, who's a good declutterbuster? yeah Philip is yeah, his mother is. ego. you go. <laughs> Runs in the family. Anybody else they're good at decluttering? You are. It must be a man thing. You are. Okay, all right then. It's just me. <laughs> all right. But God wants us to have the opportunity. He wants to allow us to just let him take everything in our lives. Picture it like a room. And you take everything out of that room and you stick it on the back lawn and then you go, right, wow, I have an empty room. I have an empty space like our life. He doesn't want us to hold on to stuff. He says, give it to me and then let me show you a vision of what your life looks like. Just like if you were moving and you like got this beautiful empty room and you go, what do I want that to look like? What furniture do I want in that space? What, what's essential? What's not essential? What do I like? What's in the centre? What's the piece in the centre of the room? And that's what God is like with everything. He's like, what's essential?" What's essential to your life? Look at it like a blank slate, a blank room. That is your life. What is essential to being in there? What do you actually want in there? What do you need to just, you're not coming back inside again? And it actually takes a bit of courage to let go And let go of everything and to say, God, you have everything. You know, we say there's an old hymn that says, I surrender all, I surrender all to Jesus. But we often sing it, but we don't actually do it. Actually to surrender everything continually. Because we can do it once and then we gather stuff all around and go, no, I don't want to get go of that. It's like actually surrender is a daily thing of God. I just give I just give you everything. I just give you everything. That's some something clutter, eh? I need to get into my laundry. I wonder if washing is clutter. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's 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 really important, I, I think, and I'm I'm learning this because I I hold on to things in the natural and you can what you do in the natural, you're often do in the spiritual. And so it's like, just to be, God, what do you want my life to look like? What does it look like? What do you say it looks like? What's a picture you have? Just like if you looked at a room and said, what does it look like? Or you looked at your shed and said, what do I want this to look like? It's like, what does it look like, God? What does my life look like? What is in it? Not, you know, the great big... Um, we're going to do this and this is my goals they're important but I'm talking about what is actually in your life that God says is essential what is it and uh, let him reveal the design let him reveal the design his design for your life Um, what does he say you need to surrender to him what does he say you need to get rid of You know Hebrews twelve verse one says, "Let us throw off every encumbrance and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with endurance the race set out for us." Casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you. First Peter five seven says. So this morning, I know, and it's interesting. You know, when you just come in and you spend time with the Lord, and you're listening to the songs that He's releasing from heaven, and the words, it it all just flows in because God's trying to get a message across. Just let go, you know, let, let um, him lead the way and let him um, have your space in your life. And it's like, what is it that he wants you to declutter? But also, when you're decluttering, you know, when, you, when you're decluttering, some things don't belong with each other. You know, there's a Sesame Street Strong, some of these things don't belong together. Is that a song? It is, isn't it? You were singing it to me yesterday. Some of these things don't belong together. When we look at our life and we, you take everything out, there's some things that don't belong together. Just like if you're doing a, a room and you've got furniture, there's some things that just don't look good together. If you're, a, a, you know, artistic, you know, it's like that just doesn't look good and that looks horrendous together and, or don't wear that and that together, you know. Like there's some things you just you don't put together. Is that right? Yes, we all agree. I've seen your houses, so I think so. What was that? <laughs> Unless you keep, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes boys especially need a bit of help, but that's okay. <laughs> if they're wise, they go, does that look all right, dear? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along. All right, so we soon realise that if we don't... If something, some things don't belong in a room together, um, they look wrong, just the same as some things like our pursuits our acquaintances in our lives, things that we do, hidden things that we participate in that nobody else knows about. Some things, they won't work together. And um, when we have Jesus in our life and we've asked him to come in, he actually likes to be the centre. He doesn't push or shove his way in, but if you're going to ask him into your life, there's some things when you're decluttering, when you're looking at your life, that don't go with him. They don't belong together with him. There's some things that don't belong with him. If he's the centre of our life, then he kind of... We, we need to seek to go, What what is he like? What's going to please him? That's what surrender is. And it's not that he's trying to keep our life all boxed in. And that's religion. Religion says you can't do this, you can't have that. And, and it boxes us in. When he is the centre of our life, it's like if this was your life, this piece of paper. It's like we just think, well, that's been boxed in. No. When we have Jesus as a centre, he actually adds to that piece of paper so that it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's more and more things and amazing experiences and wild, crazy adventures that he has for us because he makes us bigger and he makes our capacity bigger somebody hit their head so it's not that he's trying to make our life smaller he's trying to make our life bigger religion says small boxed in you can't laws regulations you look like this you dress like this you can't do this jesus says i came to give you freedom and abundant life overflowing he says who the sun sets free is free indeed religion says no you can't do that jesus says i want to give you the world I'd give you the moon and back. You know, he loves us so much. And John chapter 10, verse 10 is one of my favourite passages in the Bible because it says, I have come to give you life and life abundant. And that's what it is. He wants to give us overflowing life. So when you look at your room or you look at your life, what is it that you want to put back in? If you gave everything to Jesus this morning, surrendered everything, what would you want to put back in your life? If it was all out on the back lawn, who would you want to put in your life? Now, hopefully it was your spouse and your partner, but, you know, sometimes they take a bit of work, but that's okay. It's like who, is, who and what is in your life? Because it's our choice. It's our choice. You know, the Holy Spirit, he dwells within us, but he won't push. He won't barge into every space. Now, he won't demand that he is the centre, but he will give us an opportunity. He'll say, oh, I, "I am. I am. I stand at the door and knock, and I want to come in, and I want to come down and sit and dine with you." But he won't push in. It's like if we invited somebody to spend, um, to to come and live with us and, and be with us forever. Now, that person, you would want to make them feel welcome, wouldn't you? You'd want to know what they like to eat and what they enjoy doing. And you would think that you would, if you're a a good host and a good, you know, wanting to make them feel welcome, that you would think, what is it that that might offend them, might, might hurt them, what might damage them? And it's the same when we ask Jesus into our life. He won't barge in, but he will stand at the door and he'll knock. And we get to choose whether we open every door of our life. We open every room. And whether we then give him prize place. Whether we put him in the centre or do we put him in the corner. Do we put him in the corner and go, is somebody at the door? Put him at the corner and, <laughs> and go, you just sit in the corner, Jesus, and don't talk too much. And if I want to talk to you, I'll come over and have a word. And it's really easy to do that. We go, just hang on a minute, just sit over there in the corner. And um, we, you know, Jesus said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you, but we can definitely forsake him. We can just brush over what he says. We can not even be aware of him. And he won't push the Holy Spirit. He won't, he won't, he'll nudge and go, hello. But he won't yell and shout. He won't demand to be put at the head of the table. He won't do that. He leaves that choice for us. And when we choose him and we make him the centre, then he shows us how to make everything else work. He tells you what to put in the room that's going to come and work together with him. That things don't... You need to know when there's things in your world that aren't matching with Jesus. Some of these things don't go together. We know, don't we? We know if we've got some hidden little thing we do, or we've got attitudes, or we're mouthing off, or we like to read or watch a certain thing, and it's like we're bringing that into our life, but we know that those things don't go together with Jesus. And it's our choice whether we want to make him most welcome or we want to make other people, other relationships, other stuff we do more welcome in our life than he is. And it's our choice. It's our choice to do that. And that's why I believe that it's so important that we declutter regularly. That we make sure that we're not, you know, Jesus, oh, yeah, he's in the centre, I've surrendered all. But we, we, we pick stuff up along the way. We pick it up and we go, oh, that looks okay. That's all right, isn't it? Jesus, are you okay with that? Oh, good, right, off we go. And then we pick something else up. Or, you know, we let something back in. We go, oh, I got rid of that. Oh, well, here it is again, and all of a sudden Jesus is crowded out by all the stuff that we've gathered around in the room of our life, and he's like in the corner, up against the wall, going "Hello!" <laughs> but he won't yell and shout. And I was speaking to somebody this week, and they're just starting to really get a grasp of how the Holy Spirit talks, and she said he whispers, and unless you're listening, you don't hear him. He whispers. You know, somewhere in the Old Testament it talks about that uh, somebody wanted to hear God and they wanted to see him and they thought he was going to be in the great big storm and they thought he was going to be in the mighty wind and all this and it wasn't he was in a quiet whisper. And unless we declutter and make sure that we're giving room and prize of place to Jesus in our our hearts and our life and our thoughts and what we do every day, we'll miss him whispering. You'll hear him loud and clear if there's not a whole lot of clutter. But if there's a whole lot of clutter and a whole lot of other stuff that we're putting as, I'll just squeeze this in as well, we're not going to hear him whispering. But if we listen to him, I tell you what, this little piece of paper just keeps on getting bigger and bigger because our capacity for what we can do and what we can believe and, and the things that we can see and, and experience just gets bigger and bigger because he increases our capacity. I am a living testimony of that, that I was, you know, <laughs> this big. <laughs> and I got, Jesus got a hold of me and, and I put him centre. I put him in the centre and it, it just gets bigger and bigger. And when you pick up some clutter, just listen and go, hang on a minute, I've, I've lost focus. You know, I lost focus last week. I was in a grump. I was upset with the world and the injustices and it's not right. And uh, I felt the Lord just say, you know what, you've lost focus. It's so easy to be cluttered down by the things of the world and the things that we think we should fix. It's like Philip said today, we try and fix them in the natural, in the flesh, when we need to go into the he- heaven we need to stand with Jesus and you know, deal with it in heaven and then release it on earth. And so often we get cluttered down and we try to do it like everybody else and we wonder why we look like everybody else. And we go, well, we're meant to be different. Yes, but we've got to behave differently too. Yeah? Jesus, he'll make it work, but we've got to do it with him in the centre and declutter. So this week... I have a little project for you. Is pretend this is your life to start with. Believe me, it will get bigger. It's a blank piece of paper, an A4 piece of paper. Take it and go, this is, an, this is empty. I'm going to give you everything, Jesus. Now, what do you want this piece of paper to look like? And what do you want me to put back in, the, in my life? You can have everything. And we know stuff that we keep hidden from everybody else. Jesus, you can have that too. You can have all my worries, all my things that I want. What do you want to put on this piece of paper? What does it look like? Who do you want in my world? What do you want in my world? Because that's how we declutter. It's so easy to be bogged down with the things and it stops us running and we wonder why we're exhausted and it's because we're cluttered. So get a piece of blank piece of paper and take some time and go, Jesus, just show me. And, you know, it doesn't have to be some great big revelation. Jesus speaks in the simple things. He speaks in the whispers. And Just go, who do I actually want on this? What do I want on this? What, do I want? what does Jesus want for me? And that piece of paper, your capacity will just keep on getting bigger and bigger. And you'll look back at your life in a year's time and go, look what God has done. I tried doing it my way. How did that work out? Do it God's way. So let's do a clutter bust. I think it's a brilliant idea. Because you get used to loving the way it looks. When you declutter your life or you declutter a cupboard, you actually love the way it looks. If you really get enthusiastic with your cupboards, just thinking on a practical level, you can put little sticky things and then it tells you where to put them. And then when it gets messy, you can go, no, no, put them in the right place. Yeah, same as our thoughts. When we declutter our thoughts, when one comes in, we go, no, no, that's not, I don't want that thought. and Get rid of it. We declutter straight away or we go, yeah, that's revelation, I'll hold on to that. Or somebody said something. Do we get cluttered with it? Do we hold it or do we get rid of it? Do we file it or do we chuck it in the bin? It's the same thing. So let's have a clutter bust so that we can run the race that God has set before us and experience and be part of what he is releasing from heaven because he has so much for us. And he keeps on saying it over and over again. And and most, most Sundays it's like, just let go. Let me be in charge. Lift off, you know, let go of your burdens. Mm. Don't wait till Sunday to do that. Do it every day. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you that you love us so much. And um, I pray that as we go through this week that we would just sit down with you for a little bit of time, especially to get a picture of what you want our room, what you want our life to look like. And show us, Lord, where we need to just let go of stuff we need to surrender stuff up lord that we need to um change our habits lord and bring new stuff in sometimes it's really great to just get rid of the old furniture and go shopping and lord i pray that you would just show us where we need to just get rid of some stuff and get some brand new things some brand new hobbies some brand new habits some brand new friends even and sometimes we just need to let some stuff go and so, Lord, I pray that you would bring revelation. Even as I'm speaking, Lord, I know that you're touching things and people's lives. Lord, I pray that we wouldn't just push it to the side, but that we would take this as an opportunity to declutter and to have a fresh start with you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.